Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. Right. I have this dance for trying to find whose headphones are tied to what knob. <laughs> Rihanna, uh, is this your knob? Yeah. And so you can't hear anything now, can you? No. Okay, perfect. That's I can't your knob. hear anything because you can, turned mine all the way. Can, how's that? There oh, you go. Oh, there, there we go. There it is. Oh, Hello. There it is. Hi. Who was in here There's last? A, you should kind of even remember the microphone you know to the funny? button. Like a little sticky. I know, but we move them around. I mean, oh. in theory, that's a brilliant idea. The, we honestly could because yeah. we haven't moved these. I said in theory, and she, Siri thought I said, hi, Siri. <laughs> No, I don't need your help. So the other day I went into <laughs> Nebraska Furniture Mart and I needed to buy a new vacuum and I didn't Google it. I didn't search it on my phone. Nothing. Just walked in, bought a vacuum. And an hour later, a, a vacuum ad showed up in my Facebook feed. I'm like, this is, uh-uh. this is too much. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, it's like, come on. I'm not even trying. <laughs> or I am trying to avoid you. I'm I know. trying to avoid you. Who it told ta- you? Taco Bell does that. The app. <laughs> Target does you? it all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Their their notifications on their on their app. Both it's creepy. It is creepy. It's creepy, but sometimes it's beneficial. Uh, I didn't even know there was a gordita crunch until the, my app told me, and it's, oh, they're delicious. Oh my god! Oh my god! So, just what you need, right? Exactly <laughs> what I need. Let's. I tell you what. Let's start off because we've we've been doing regular podcasts with you um, for months. It's been great. It's it like, has, yeah, it's I, in my time. opinion, it's been great. I mean, it's like the, this year has flown. It really it's has. It's just crazy and so much going on that we had no idea what we were getting into mm-hmm. when we first started talking about all this. Right. Um, let's talk about Rihanna first. Let's talk about you and what you do and just kind of a reintroduction of what it is you do and, and how you even got started doing this. Yeah. So my name is Rihanna Mays and I am a Holy Fire 3 Reiki master. I love that. I and, want a mug with that on it. Good Lord. <laughs> A business card with that on there. I do have a business card. It says that exact thing on there. Holy Fire 3 Reiki Master. It's just the type of Reiki I do and the level that I do it. And um, how many levels are there? So you can go up to master level, but there's different branches of the Reiki family. And the way I like to explain Holy Fire so there's traditional Yusui Reiki, and then there's Holy Fire. And the Yusui Reiki, when you receive it permanently, it is done through a beautiful ritual and it's like you raise your hands and then the Reiki master blows on you and, and the energy goes through them and into you. It's very, it's very nice. Yeah. But kind of like not baptism. happening now because of COVID no blowing on each other. <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I, I don't know because <laughs> that's a lot of people not, are, I'm sure are wondering. Yeah. That's not how I, how I do it. So the Holy fire was introduced because as, as beautiful as a Reiki master's energy is there's still a filter. So the energy has to go through them and they're, we're, we're dense beings. That's just the truth of it. We carry junk with us. And so for that energy to go through the Reiki master into the person, it is filtered. And the Holy fire version is it comes straight from the universe or God, whatever language you're comfortable with. And it goes straight to the student through a meditation. So it appears to be 
um, higher frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no filter. So, you know, whatever you get with no filter. So sure. No gatekeeper. It, yeah. Too, yeah. Exactly. Whether intentional or not. And it's, it's beautiful. And, um, so I'm a Holy Fire 3 Reiki master. I'm an access consciousness bars practitioner. And, um, that is where we touch the head in 32 different places and help to release, um, electric charge, things that you've absorbed, things that you've heard, mm-hmm. Pretty much anybody that's doing any reading right now needs their bars run. Oh my God. Um, and it helps Seriously. to unwind limiting beliefs and bad habits. And and we talked about this. Things that your seventh grade chorus teacher tells you that you bought as truth that no longer is truth. Mm-hmm. And it helps to to release that from the body. So that's interesting. My that favorite. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And the, um and I teach, I do Reiki certific um certification classes and and anybody that doesn't know Reiki is a universal healing energy that when it gets low in you, you know, to stress and disease. And I just channel it in and give it to you and your body's going to utilize it however it's needed. So stress relief, um, removing trauma energy left over from an event. Um, a lot of people come for stress and anxiety, stuff like that. So however, just overall wellness Mm -hmm. is, is what I do from an energy standpoint. Um, and I personally see that the future of medicine will be light, sound, and energy. We will be getting away from chemicals very soon. And more and more people are realizing that what they've been doing hasn't been working. And so what else is possible? And I have had client after client after client at minimum find peace and calm. Mm -hmm. Other times it's completely shifting their life. And that's why I got into it. It completely shifted my life, mm-hmm. you know, so. That's true. And then you talked a second about the, well, homeopathic medicine, mm-hmm. right? Um, 20, 30 years ago, I remember that that's kind of the first time I'd heard of it um, and people using it. Um, I, our veterinarian used it. Yeah. Right? On our horses. On your horses, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, what's up with you, woo-woo? You know, it's just <laughs> it like, seems crazy. Yeah, he's ca- he's cowboy, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. know, and it's just, and he had his, his methods that he used and he was good. And it worked. And he didn't like using drugs. Mm-hmm. He he wanted to find a better way. And usually it takes longer mm-hmm. because the drugs, obviously, that's they, they it's just like chemicals you use to clean your house. Yeah. If you use something that's homemade that's better for your house, it may take a little more elbow grease mm-hmm. or might take a little longer for it to work. But the chemicals will work really fast. And it's a trade-off, you know. I agree. You know what's, what's um, interesting, though, is, you know, what Western medicine doesn't often talk about is mm, I would say like, I'm going to go out on a limb and say every single disease we're going to find out eventually that it roots in a belief system or an emotion, mm-hmm. every single one of them. Interesting. And so what, what the medicine doesn't do is get to the root cause of that. So That's for true. instance, I had a client who had breast cancer and this is just one example, but when I asked for the root of the breast cancer, what is the root energy behind it? Unworthiness and overgiving was mm. the root. Mm. She felt unworthy of love and she overgave constantly to prove herself that she was worthy of being loved. And those energies combined in the body led to the disease of cancer. Yeah, because everybody, they're all different. Yeah, and they're all different, and they all show up differently, but what what I do gets actually to the root of the energy. And then again, you know, if you're choosing um, a certain 
path or mm-hmm. an experience. Um, if you don't want to let the story go, there's nothing I can mm-hmm. do. There's nothing the universe can do. It's what you're choosing. But if you are ready to let that story go and ready to heal, uh, what I do and what Omaha is very lucky, we have a very large community that does this, um, it will get to the root of it. Interesting. So, that is yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. You're right. We, we, we're used to like immediate, not gratification, payoff. And mm-hmm. especially with medicine, you're like, man, I want this infection to be gone tomorrow. So I go get this, these antibiotics and boom, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, or at least it's masked until your body can there heal it go. or something like yeah. that. But yeah, people don't have the patience to sit there in six months and you're doing the same thing every day. You're like, I want to lose weight now. I want to get better now. Mm-hmm. That's why people get mad in the drive-thru. Right. It's like they you, want it now. It's you, it literally, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're going to literally drive through and grab your food, but it's not fast enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. It's true. Well, and, you know, sometimes people leave my studio and they are profoundly different already. And then there's other times where I can see that the light has been activated in them and it's going to take some time because it is a very deeply held belief system or it is trauma passed down from eight generations and it's affected all of them. And so it's going to take some time to get in and work. And it's, it's so fun to watch. Like I'll see people come in and then two weeks later they're posting something on Facebook and I can just see them being turned up and the light in their body is more evident and they're shifting and they don't even realize it. It's, it's super fun to watch. It is. It is cool. You see it right now on social media, uh, people starting to question things. Um, and, 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 and posting there, oh my God, did anybody else know blank, blank, blank? Mm-hmm. And, and everybody's like, yay, yeah. <laughs> welcome to yay. the party. <laughs> welcome to the party. Yeah. 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 And the light's getting in. That's what's it's, happening. It is. And, and you're right about that deeply held belief system could be seven generations. Yeah. Not, not, maybe it's not could be longer. traumatic, mm-hmm. but it's just, this is what they believe. And so when you realize that that's not true. Mm-hmm. That's, hard, that's hard to let go of. And you're the crazy one. People think you're the crazy one because like, well, you're everybody else believes this, but that's uh-huh. you're nuts. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you see what it is. You see a lot of families, um, people that all of a sudden question something in their family, and the family all turns on them. Yeah. And, and they're like, I have nobody to talk to because mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear my crap because I'm right. like, I'm questioning this stuff. So and I teach my Reiki students, like when you're telling somebody about Reiki, and this could be about any topic, um, come at it from a place of education, but don't get attached to them believing you. Because what happens is when you introduce new information to anybody, no matter what it is, if they believe you, you are rocking the entire foundation in which they built their life upon. Mm -hmm. What else will have to change if they believe you? And so oftentimes when somebody rejects me or whatever, I don't take it personally because they're not rejecting me. They're rejecting the information and what that would mean to their belief system. That's a great distinction. Yeah. So. Great distinction. Cause especially when you're talking to good friends, mm-hmm. don't work at convincing them. Yeah. Just tell them. Yeah. Just, just tell them, them and say, just look it up. Yeah. Go, you, you, but I don't want to completely release the attachment, whether they believe you or not. Because yeah. I mean, for instance, I just had a conversation with a family member last night. And when I first came out with my abuse, and that's ultimately what led me to becoming a healer is I needed healed. Mm. And when I when I told my family about the abuse, I was immediately rejected mm. because nobody knew what to do with that. And a close family member of mine said, if I saw you, it meant I had to look at my own crap and I wasn't ready for that. Ooh, that's and so interesting. to yeah. this day... 
I don't hold any grudges. Like I know people do what they're doing the best they can. And she chose what she needed. And, and she even said, the more you heal yourself, the more I can feel it through our entire family. That's good. And I teach, yeah. And I teach my students that too. The fastest way to save the world is to save yourself. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, it's hard to, especially in today's society, you're almost scared to talk to people about what you believe because because everybody's like, well, yeah, I don't, they cut you out. Cancel. Yeah, they cut yeah. you out of, your, out of their life. They don't talk to you. Like, okay. They think, you know, they spread rumors about you like this person's a lunatic. I know, or it's they not good enough talk to, to just to disconnect. They have to bring Destroy. you down. Destroy. Yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I, get, that, I get why people don't talk about that stuff with their friends and yeah. their family because they're like, well, I'm just going to keep it in, keep doing what I do and not talk about it because I don't want to get the wrath of, you know what, come yeah, down on I, you. Know, um, <laughs> I know I'm really weird. I'm really weird because I just put it all out there and I'm just like, here's the bomb. Do yeah. what you want with it. Um, I know people think I'm insane, but <laughs> but I kind of take it as a compliment because you know what that means? It means that I'm asking questions mm-hmm. and I'm not believing everything that is being fed to me and I am searching for what is my truth and um, and and that's okay. And I know that, like I dated a narcissist that nearly destroyed me mm. and, and their tools and their techniques are to pro, um, to project what they're actually doing mm-hmm. at you. Oh yeah, and then to gaslight, to make mm-hmm. you look insane, to make you think you're insane. And our society is doing exactly that. Um, yes, they are calling people that see a different truth insane, and that I'm just like, well, thank you. I'm mm-hmm. actually. Using my brain and yeah. asking questions and, and thanks and, for seeing me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> thanks for and noticing. Do you, think, do you think it really is a lot of because uh, the way it appears on the media and wherever that it's everybody thinks you're crazy, but I really think that it's no, the media it's, is portraying that they're trying to uh, yeah. perpetrate that yeah. image, and I don't think that near that many people think you're crazy. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that based on the amount of direct messages and texts and, yeah. and people yeah. asking questions, is I um, I truly believe there is a silent majority that thinks one way and then the loudest are the ones that think a different way. Yep. Weren't we, and just, we, we were just talking about these numbers just in the Twitter world. Cause I don't really Facebook. I just like for fun. <laughs> Facebook mm-hmm. is just for fun for me. You find out what it. friend's character you are. <laughs> right? That's what Facebook's for. <laughs> Figure out a couple puzzles. Right. You know, whatever. I don't do those anymore though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I because I wonder here I am. Uh, who's behind this and yeah. what, Who's doing this stuff? What are they digging up and when, when, I, when I, I become Rachel? Right? But in the, right. Oh, my God. In the Twitter world, um, you got 350 million people just in this country. And they're like, they said 60 million accounts, active accounts. About 10%, give or take, are probably bots or more. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like, say maybe, so say there's 50 million accounts. And those 50 million accounts, everybody's watching, everything's happening. No, the media keeps reporting what's being tweeted. Mm-hmm. They, they don't, they aren't, they're just reporting who posted what yeah. and whether it's. Um, Nobody's asking questions, like and, real questions. And they just, and it's like the other 300 million people aren't on Twitter. Yeah. And, and they're like, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? What, what is all this stuff that you're trying to throw at me? And they're just taking what's on Twitter and making it the news. Yeah. My parents like, would never know what Trump tweets if they didn't hear it on the news. It's the truth. Because I don't even know what Twitter is. 300 you know? million people wouldn't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, so. I don't know. I think everything's a mess right now. But what I see is that things are absolutely shifting. The light is getting 
like why though why why all of a sudden now because i agree with you that it because with this pandemic going on the uh the the racial stuff we have going on in our country like everything mm-hmm. is so like at, mm-hmm. at 11 mm-hmm. but then this awakening's kind of happening why is that how come well it's yeah it's the great awakening but the reason i think it's happening right now is because one it was divinely planned and and there was a certain time frame that it was supposed to happen so there's been so much going on underneath the surface mm-hmm. in the darkness um, and projected out as anybody that actually believed this is crazy. And so people stopped asking questions. I mean, we just, you know, talked about that, but it's been going on for so long. And what happens is if one person asks questions that leads to a few more people and it's just like spreading out this light oozing and then people didn't more, even think to ask questions. Yeah. And more, the years. more and more it's basically the scales have tipped enough. People have woken up enough. People have, um, let light in literally light and love and joy, and they have let it shift them on an energetic cellular level. And it, over time, it's called critical mass. It's like a scale and the, and the levels have shifted. And so And that's why I keep doing what I'm doing, because if enough people just ask questions, the light will get in, the light will show them the truth, and then the darkness can no longer play. And that's like, and it, so that means if somebody's asking a question, they're open to the answer. Cause you can ask questions all day, but if you're not open to listen to what the person's saying, so, but if you're smart enough or tuned in enough to even ask the question, that means deep down somewhere you're willing to hear what they have to say. I think for a lot of people, just hearing a question for the first time was like, what? Mm -hmm. What? Why would you even ask that? Well, you know, I mean, Harvey Weinstein, everybody knew. Right. You know what I mean? But nobody really wanted to confront it. Mm -hmm. Bill Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. I mean, I I don't know if maybe people in the industry knew, but when that first dropped, they're like, there's no way Mm -hmm. Bill Cosby did all Mm -hmm. that crazy, creepy Mm -hmm. stuff. And the Epstein thing has blown the doors off of it because just the idea of his ranch in Nevada, Mm -hmm. of his temple in the Caribbean of his model agency friend in France of his Manhattan, most expensive place in Manhattan house that has weird stuff on the wall. And then you hear all these people that are associated with him, (laughs) but then, and And they had no idea. And now that these names are coming out and then, People are defending these people on this. Like, if it's, is it a political thing or why? Why aren't you looking at everybody on this list? Be like, if you were on this plane, twenty six times, whatever, Uh whatever. I know, not not Bill Clinton. (laughs) I know, but it's not in the news, right? But it's not in the news. But it's it's like why why are you people covering for these these people? There's evidence is right there. I think it's because, and I don't think it's political. It it is to a degree, but I don't think it is. I think it is the 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 side that is losing ground Mm -hmm. is getting desperate Mm -hmm. to stop the reveal. Because there's a lot that's that hasn't even come to light yet. Well, and you think about it, like it, there's really good people in both sides of the aisle. There's good people in the FBI and the CIA and yep. like you mm-hmm. name it. But what happens is when there is a, a small percent of controlling situations, um, like I just posted a video of this guy and I forget his name now, but he was coming forward to talk about something related to... Um, I believe the Franklin cover up or something like that. And he, they said, um, don't talk, don't talk. We're warning you. And he's like, you know, I'm going to keep talking. And his wife was murdered. And Mm -hmm. so they, they will do anything to keep the control. But what happens is when enough people wake up and they start asking questions, like you said, JT, they Mm -hmm. start to lose control 
And then that's when things get really weird. Like, I don't know if you saw the Germany um, march. There was like 1.3 million people marching in Germany against um, control structures. None of them were wearing a mask. We're talking 1.3 million taken it wasn't to on the, the streets. News. It was in the was news. It? However, the they news? reported <laughs> conspiracy theorists, oh, okay. uh, neo-Nazi people take to the streets. I did see that headline. Yeah. And then, okay, but if there you, you go. see a Germany headline of the exact same situation, it is completely worded different. So that's what I mean. We're like, we have been gaslighted and projected mm-hmm. upon for so long that people don't even know Mm -hmm. that they are being lied to. But that's shifting. And I think, Pat, to answer your question, it's just enough people saw the truth and that that truth spread to other people. Mm -hmm. You know, like I tell my students, you can be a light worker and you don't have to own a yoga studio or a Reiki studio. Mm -hmm. Your vibration, your energy that you put out there, you walk into a room and you shift it. And then that person raises their energy and their vibration and they walk into another room and they shift it. And that's how exactly how this works. Makes sense. And, mm-hmm. and we are seeing it and it is so cool. It's it is. So cool. <laughs> it really is. But yeah, I think you're right about the, as far as being lied to. And I was talking to some people actually this weekend, we were talking about that um, and about how, how could the media possibly be involved? How could it possibly be? Did they do this intentionally? Are they having private meetings? And I said, I think it goes back. It goes back a long way because you go back to when broadcasts start in the FCC. So there was government control and there, there were field offices all over the United States mm-hmm. and taking care of what's on broadcast and what was put out there and what was allowed mm-hmm. to be put out there. And then you'd have the, from the top down, your reporters are out on the, on, on the road or out on the street, but they had assignment editors. Mm-hmm. And the assignment editors had bosses above them. So it was determined what people were going to go look into. It wasn't like they were out just investigating stories on their own. They were kind of guided of what they could investigate and what they couldn't. And then, and also the way it's presented. And never, it never dawned on me until, and I mean, seriously, decades. Right. In this business. For, for that long. And, but I'm, I'm, I'm a small cog, mm-hmm. you know, as far as the whole broadcast industry right. went. We were small cogs. Because there's so much more that's bigger. And we were radio as opposed to a news. And you don't even, I mean, find a news station. I mean, they went away. A long time ago. Because they couldn't afford reporters. And you know what I mean? It's it's just they cut the most important people who were all the lowest man on the totem pole. Well, Which is and crazy. Yeah. I mean, there's a video. I forget her name right now, but um, sh- her name's Amy. Um, I posted this video and it's come out a couple times, but I posted it right when it came out. She was on a hot mic talking about, was it ABC? ABC. ABC is it thank Amy Robach? Yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. She, so she was on a hot mic and I immediately wondered if she knew the microphone was on and this was her way of getting her story out. But mm-hmm. she was livid and she had the I think I, I bet she did because yeah. there's no way you're at that level and you don't, you, you're always taught every yeah. mic's hot. Like, exactly. So at that level, you know what you're doing. <laughs> so though, I, yeah. and yeah. I knew right away. It's like she knew and she was telling the truth, but she, she had the Epstein story ready to break like two years before it actually did. And the executives are the ones that said, we're killing this story because nobody knows who Epstein is. And, and they um, would piss off the Royals. Yeah. And it because, was, yeah, right. they would because lose access to the Royals. Cause it, because, it would attach to uh-huh. Prince Andrew. Yeah. Yep. And if we want to continue to talk to the future king, Mm -hmm. we can't post this. We can't put this out there. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's just, it sounds like 
it's so simple. That's the way exactly the control what it is. Happens, and then and then if you really are ballsy, I'm you maybe threatened. I mean, I'm to the point where I'm so far out there. Mm-hmm spreading truth and and pointing things out that I went public on Facebook. I'm like, if I die by door hanging, <coughs> you know, oh door gosh, yes. hanging, it wasn't me. Like I didn't choose that. So some um, people are just putting that together too. The whole, those, was there four suicides? Was it Avicii? There Bennington? was a lot more. So, oh, yeah. Um, so both Chris Cornell and, and Chris Chester Cornell. from yes. Lincoln Park died. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's at least like, 20 that died by doorknob hanging and, and there's symbolism that on those that. those it two were were i mean they were working on a documentary for a, a child mm-hmm. trafficking right yeah mm-hmm. a week before it came out wow. chris cornell died um so we are definitely going down some rabbit holes because we could talk about podesta and the link to oh my gosh. and and all that yes. but I don't want to. I don't want to. I feel like every time I come here, I'm you guys need to do your podcast. Cons- I know. Take it. Let's I know. Dive. We keep talking about I it. I know. People it's are just- like frothing up with one of them. They want it. But um, so, Maybe- so the reason why, and I just want to be really clear because I think sometimes people. Um, have the the theory of like light worker and you're an energy healer and you're supposed to be like meditating and saying home all the time and (laughs) Rihanna you don't fit that mold and it's we all have different roles Mm -hmm. so I I am an indigo warrior where I came here with the sole intention of destroying the system that was the controlling system. Mm-hmm. And I believe that we cannot move forward and create the world that we want unless we shine a light on the darkness and heal that first. It's we, true. We have to heal the underbelly of society to move forward. And that's what a lot of us are doing. So there's tons of light workers that are, are holding the space. They, they're not in the gutters shining a light. And that's okay. We all have a role. But that's that's my role is to destroy the systems that hold everyone in slavery, whether they re- whether they realize they're enslaved or not. Um, True. So if you if you stumbled upon something <clears throat> and that that organization group whatever came to you in a, in a way a threatening way and like listen you better stop talking you better really stop talking and I mean because you have a family you have mm-hmm. all this would what would you do would you keep going or would you like wait a second you know this is real stuff well. I'm going to uncreate and destroy all of the energy that's creating right now. But um, I would have really have a hard time staying silent um, mm-hmm. I, because I believe that I was put onto this earth for this moment mm-hmm. right now and what's happening right now and everything I've ever been through mm-hmm. and everything I've ever learned and the things I do for other people is is to destroy the system right now. And so if somebody came to me, um, it would... It would, I'm not going to say for sure either way, but it would be very, very, very hard for me to stay silent. And I, I don't know how the heck I turned into an activist. Like, <laughs> I just right? was minding my own business and teaching Reiki classes. You're going to be on a nickel in about 50 years. I, I know. <laughs> you're, you're, you're at face. And all of a sudden, I, um, oh if my, we still have nickel, if we still have on a Bitcoin or whatever. Yeah, but like, I went and spoke in front of the Douglas County Health Board when they were voting for the mandate mask, and I, and I spoke to them about we you know we're six months into this Mm -hmm. pandemic and I did call it that um (laughs) and nobody's talking about building an immune system nobody is talking about we talked about this that would I saw you posted that one time and Mm -hmm. it's been quite a while back and we had talked about the same it's like nobody's telling you what to do to 
prevent to to yeah. make yourself stronger. Mm-hmm. It's just all about it's all about cowering. Yeah, and and so I stood in front of them. So two things: one, you know, they're like everybody that has coexisting. Well, what can they do to minimize their risk if they are? Like what, what long-term proactiveness. So I'm like, this is your daily reminder to build your immune system, like almost every day, you know? And then I saw Washington University posted mm-hmm. wearing masks might be lowering your immune system. And I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> right. Like, and right. I stood in front of the, the Douglas County Health Department and I looked them in the face and I said, by mandating these masks, you are signing the death certificate for people, healthy people, that their immune system will be shot because it's not allowed to do its God-given job. And mm-hmm. you are signing the death certificate for people that don't have to die when flu season hits. People that would have normally just had flu for yeah, five days, for, for sure. walked away from right. it. We are not talking about the right things. We are not being proactive long-term. What about the next virus and the next virus? It's it's tr- The immune system in particular is scary because it's like anything. If you don't use it, you lose it. I mean, it's like atrophy. And, exactly. and that happens to muscles. Look at anybody who's ever had a broken arm. Mm-hmm. What did it look like after or they took the cast people. off? Or bedridden people. Right. right? News, yeah. And bed sores. Right. I mean, if you don't let the body do what it's supposed to do, it's it just quits. Yeah. Okay, well, then I guess we don't need this anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, and then I'm, people think I'm a huge jerk and a grandma killer and I'm selfish and, and, and because I don't want to wear the mask. And it they don't realize that I have PTSD and that a mask is incredibly triggering. Mm-hmm. And I said that too. And the people are just unbelievable. Like on the live feed, when that meeting was happening, I've been told not to look at the comments, but basically somebody <laughs> yeah. was like talking about my physical appearance and essentially like I'm too fat to be raped or something. Like, Oh my God. I mean, That's it's incredible, but people, that the ignorance people I know. So, oh, wow. so dirt bags. I just, I I just believe that we are talking about the wrong things. And if you feel like you need to wear a mask, do what you need to do. Do what you need to do to feel safe. And if you don't feel comfortable around people that aren't. Yeah. Totally. I I totally get it. But at the same time, you have to be proactive about the things that will actually help you long term. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. hundred percent. Agree. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm going to turn the corner here. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to lighten the mood. Okay. Cause I got something in the mail. I'm so serious. And, right. and <laughs> no, I mean, it, seriously, this is, this is stuff that needs to be talked about. And I think people do talk about it, but it, it, it sometimes it, it goes just one direction and nobody wants to hear another mm-hmm. side to it. Yep. And I think if, like you said, people are asking the wrong questions. That's what I think a lot of the arguments that are going and the rioting and this mm-hmm. and that is the wrong questions. Yeah. It's like you're not focusing on the right And denial, problem. like you said at the very beginning of this, that you're that if you start believing this little nugget, your whole life's going to have to change. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. all. That's a daunting thing to think yeah, about. You're like, oh my God, I'm so ask. busy. I've got all this stuff. I'm just going to keep my head down and yeah. keep rolling because I don't have time it's to the, flip everything over. What do yeah. they call that? The, 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 the devil you know? Yeah. As, as opposed, because yeah. you, you'll just keep doing, even though you know this isn't the way it's supposed to be done, right. this is how I know to do it. Yep. And I'm just going to keep doing it this way, even though I see I should be doing it a different mm-hmm. way. But I, I know how to do it this way. So yeah, and that's why I'm I'm always focused on possibilities and potential. It's exactly just, I right. Constantly put it out there. What else is possible? How does it get any better than this? And I ask that that's every a great single question. day. That's yeah. a great. So question. just random because I know yeah. you're going to go into this. Stuff, I know, but it okay. does line up. So um so on the 
the worst days and the best days, I ask, how does it get any better than this? Or what else is possible? And it, um, it allows the universe to go to work on your behalf and move pieces to improve things, even on the best of days. And an awesome example of this is my, um, a family member of mine just started a new job and the HR person quoted a $6,000 difference than what was actually in the contract. And this person trusted the HR person and lesson learned, but $6,000 is a lot to mess up. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, um, this person contacted me and was like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking out. This is a lot of money. And I said, what if you ask the questions, what else is possible and how does it get any better than this? And so she did it. And I said, let go of the how this is going to show up. Let the universe figure it out. Because when our our human brain gets in the way, we're, we're in the way. So let's go true. of how it's going to f- figure it out and write itself. And then the very next day, Trump announced payroll taxes and she did the math and it was exactly what she was going That's to miss. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's, wow. Cr- I That's know. awesome. That's why I do what Good. I do. That it's is amazing. very cool. <laughs> All right. So what I have here, I, I've talked about this on another podcast too, is mm-hmm. that I'd ordered a map kind of and it's a map of all of these things that we've been talking about, mm-hmm. plus about 9,000 other things. Right. You saw this when you walked in. What was the first thing you I saw? I saw the great solar flash. I don't even know what that is. So there- <laughs> I don't know how you saw anything on that map. There's so many little things all over the place. It, this is, this is going to be like the driving force behind Let's Take a Dive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. It should throw it should a dart be. and, and I let's can't talk. You yeah. didn't bring me one. What on earth? I'm, you're, it's in the mail. <laughs> so the solar flash. So what JT's talking about is there's. I mean, there's literally like look at all this stuff. I know and there's so much information on there. You should post a screenshot on on your website just for people to it's look. It's there. At this. They're going to be it's, like, it's already there. Done. What <laughs> is this craziness? But so the great solar flash is um, there. There is not a ton of details, and it. The time frame keeps moving because we need so many people, again, to tip the scales for this to work. But essentially, the solar flash is supposed to be a light that hits the planet all at once. Nobody is immune to it. And there's different theories about it automatically takes us to new earth or a 5d just a better mm-hmm. way of being and operating. Um, all of darkness is removed and we're suddenly in like the garden of Eden. But what I've come to understand intuitively is that it is a flash that will remove the lies, the programming and the cognitive dissonance. And everybody will suddenly remember whether it's instant or a little bit over time, they will remember who they are, who they truly are, that we are spiritual beings having a human experience and we are co-creators with the universe and we have so much more ability and power and magic to create our realities. And, um, I'm so looking forward Interesting. to this, but this, that's, but it was supposed to be like March of 17 and then March of 18. And finally the universe told every seer or, um, meditator or whatever that we, there's so many moving pieces and, and humanity took so much longer to wake up mm-hmm than expected and some are fighting so hard and some are fighting to stay in that in Mm -hmm. that cognitive dissonance um that it it got pushed back until there is a large enough because what's going to happen is if they hit people right now at the solar flash and they haven't woken up at all their mind quite literally won't be able to handle it Mm -hmm. and so they're trying to 
that, and that's why I throw out so many seeds because if I can just get a seed to bloom, I believe it. I and mean, create space <clears throat> for what's really the truth, and you won't freak out because right. it's so much information that is absolutely a hundred percent opposite of what you're. Used think to. about what you learned about Jeffrey Epstein, right? Mm-hmm. There are certain people in your family that you don't talk about that with. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for because sure. Because there's no way that they'd be like, what, mm-hmm. what? You know, because that they couldn't. They couldn't go there. Yeah. This, this, the, the depravity. Mm-hmm. And Nexium yep. is the other the, depravity. John of God. The run. depravity. Yeah, know. You know, it's like, and they're like, that really? That happened? It's so weird. Boys just, Town. Boys Town. Just and that's just, that's getting Franklin a lot of play mm-hmm. across um, social media. Yep. It's like people all of a sudden are, are going back and revisiting. Yep. And the documentary that they made about Boys Town in 93 was made by a British television company. Uh, and yeah. then and it was, it's God. missing. It was yeah. supposed, it was, uh, and the funny part is it's missing. Well, it didn't air. It was supposed to air on a Saturday night in 93 or 94 mm-hmm. or something like that. And it was set to air and it got pulled. An anonymous person bought the rights to <clears throat> yes. the documentary and they ordered every copy of it destroyed. Destroyed. They still had raw footage. Yeah. And so that raw footage is now part of a documentary that is out there and it's, it's kind of hard to watch because the, vo- the volume's not right and it's real grainy. Of course, it was 1993 yeah. and this happened in the 80s and 90s. Um, but seeing that documentary footage and what could have been and then hearing them talk about the people that they interviewed and you're going to hear a bunch of names that you recognize. I mean, John DeCamp was one of them that was one of the prosecutors. Um, um, L- Lawrence King was the one that I was head of John DeCamp has the one I referenced earlier where they mm-hmm. killed his, his wife. There was an investigator... I- that Thanks. died as well. And he was flying back in his single engine, oh, I think it was. I can't find and the seat he was in. They're pretty sure it was bomb yeah. because they can't find the rear seat. And his briefcase is missing. Was he with his son? And his son, from eight or 11 or years old. Yeah, yeah. They, they went to a, a baseball game. Mm-hmm. And then he also was doing some investigating yeah. while he was there. Yeah. And that, that's another one of those that, oh, got a little too close to the fire. And uh, according to them. But just crazy how that story has come back around. And there's so many people in Omaha who now that it's making social media are like, what? Mm-hmm. I've lived here my whole, I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's crazy how it just kind of things yeah. go away. You know, and I, I don't want to get too much into this because we're coming back to talk about the We've March. got a special episode yeah, coming up. And yes. you guys need to start your freaking podcast. <laughs> I know we do. <laughs> for the well, love. I, <laughs> I know, I reached out to you yesterday. But um, for the, we hosted, uh, I'm co-creating an awareness march about se- uh, sex trafficking. And we, hold, we held a volunteer meeting um, Saturday and there were at least five people that set, mentioned that and they were like no not in Omaha Nebraska like when they heard it they couldn't believe that something like that so horrific could happen and it's in been Omaha. happening in Omaha for decades because it's a pipeline mm-hmm. uh, it's sad because of the interstate 80 mm-hmm. yeah yeah right there I mean that's Nebraska this this the sex trafficking thing still blows people's minds when they hear that storefronts that are being mm-hmm. used where they're trafficking mm-hmm. right here in Omaha. And they, they busted like, what, four or five of them not that long ago, a couple, three years ago, that were um, here. Sorry. No problem. <laughs> but they busted about four or five of them um, because they were trafficking women and young girls. Right in front of our eyes. Right, right in front of our eyes. Right right here. And and everybody around here, because we're we're who we are. Omaha, we're just, Nebraska, we're just, bad things don't happen. No, doing so, nothing. So, yeah, if there's, um, I think when people start asking questions, they're going to realize that this has been going right on right under their noses. And, and um, 
it makes me mad yeah. because yeah. I'm I'm now to that point. It's like at first it's kind of like going through grief, I guess. I don't know because mm-hmm. at first it was totally denied denied any of it. Then it's sad and and it's like mm-hmm. I'm mad. Yeah, that this has been going yeah. on this long. Who the heck's in charge? Yeah, you know, and and why right. haven't things been taken care of? Why did Epstein not go to jail for I his life the first time he got a really arrested? Hard time, um, yeah. accepting who is involved and or involved covering. And, yeah, because, and some people are just covering because they're afraid of the ramifications for their own personal lives, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, it's easier to cover it up. So, yeah. so Ugh. you talked about um, the trafficking, and and yeah. that same um, documentary talked about underground tunnels, and um, I saw one where it was underground McMartin tunnels preschool. to yeah to a preschool, mm-hmm. and so I had posted. I'm just going to share this because people. Um, I already think I'm kind of crazy, but a lot of people <laughs> will resonate with this no. because they do very similar things. So, um, because of my experience, my own healing process and my own journey of abuse, this is very close to my heart, but, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of astral traveling. Are you familiar with it? So it's Absolutely. when your body is asleep, your soul is, is, is working or recovering or whatever. So I often take on what I call astral missions and I've done all kinds of things that I definitely won't say here because people will think I'm, I need medicated, but I'll share this one. <laughs> we all need so, medicated. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. the one is it goes to um, child trafficking. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember um, I was in a room and there was about eight other of us. And this is um, in the astral. So my physical body is actually in my room in Omaha, but my spirit is in a room. We were in an underground um, room and there were, I can see like seven or eight other people. And we're, and the first night I woke up, I remember, <clears throat> excuse me, that we had been watching somebody flip off electricity and then we'd go to work and then they'd flip the electricity on and then they'd turn off a different part of electricity. And I remember thinking, why are we messing with the electric grids? And I thought, is there a terrorist attack coming and they're attacking the, the grids? I couldn't figure it out. And then the next night um, we, we did the same thing. And when I woke up, I realized that we were, there was eight clairvoyants in a room mm. and we were working mm. um to find underground tunnels and we were searching for power generators underground. And so what they would do, and this happened in a California city, it is real. There's a little bit of, um, like there was like the, I can only find one article that talks about it. Um, but what, ha- what we did was they would flip off systems of the grid in the city and we would search underground for the generators. We couldn't find it. We'd move and we did this systematically mm-hmm. like mile by mile. And we ended up finding tunnels. I'm going to cry. <clears throat> Sorry. We, in real life, we found 200 children in cages and they were saved by seals that went in because we found and this happened in this is a real this is one news story about it yeah um and the person that um talked about it isn't um there's people that don't think he's credible and whether that's true or not or it's just a um, a gaslighting thing. I don't know, but I know that this happened. And I talked to somebody else and she's like, Rian, I think I was in the room with you. And seals literally came mm-hmm. in because we pinpointed where they were. And these 200 children were saved. And when I 
posted this. I've posted it twice now on Facebook. I got a message. It's like, you're, you are effing insane. Like there are not kids in tunnels. Did, did they don't see just recently? I mean, the, the pedophile rings that have been broken up recently in the yeah. last thing, the last year, just yeah. massive numbers right. of people. Well, in, even in under the underground tunnels worldwide. In, in California and, you know, and let's, let's, ask, let's talk and, about the Getty Museum and, and what <laughs> right. the news does when the news talks about finding underground tunnels, they talk about drug trafficking. They don't talk about, it's very likely that, um, mm-hmm. children or women or men were trafficked through that too. So more than likely, um, that Taco Bell in Tucson, not yeah. in Tucson, it was right on the border. Taco Bell down, it was down on the border in Arizona and it, it was vacant. Well, come to find out it was like the portal mm-hmm. It had an immense tunnel underneath it That's and it was a portal yeah and um, <laughs> tall enough to walk standing up probably two three people wide That's terrifying. and and the pictures of it and i'm like what wait why did i not hear about this this is like this is this is like el chapo stuff you know i mean that mm-hmm. that kind of thing yeah. that was in the news when that happened um but this right, they, that, they automatically say drugs they automatically yeah. just drugs. go and yeah. say yeah. Drugs. they don't want to talk about you know eight you know, whatever the numbers are, 800 million kids go missing every year. And where are these children? Like, I don't care why they them, don't want to talk about it. I don't. They, yeah. I mean, they're kids that are missing. They're gone. And there's some kids that aren't missing because they never had families mm-hmm. to begin with. Mm-hmm. That's the other side of that, too. Well, that's and why nobody said, where's my kid? And well, because we're going to find out some of these kids were bred for this. Yeah. We're going to find out people, um, organizations that are supposed to be helping children are actually trafficking them. John of God. Um, there's going to be, that's the same thing. That's what they were doing. Sam, that's the same thing they were doing. Yeah. But there's like names that everybody recognizes that I when don't want to go out, there. Though? It's like, coming. It's, it's coming. coming. I mean, it is. It is. Every single day I see more and more that is coming out. Um, but it is buried. Like you can't Google search this because mm-hmm. it's buried or hidden. Um, and yeah, and it can't control the algorithms. My rear. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. And, and it's been being suppressed by people that like you had said earlier that are per- potentially could be protecting themselves personally, not like they're protecting the greater consciousness right. of this country. And, and they, they may not handle have, it. They may not have done anything wrong themselves, but they're at risk because they if they let it. this go, yeah. it's going to be on them. Yeah. That, that everybody found out. Um, the other thing I want to talk about along <clears throat> with the astral traveling, and I just, I bring this up because I know a lot of people are working in the astral and um, <clears throat> they probably wake up thinking it was a dream or they made it up. But the other thing is um, you're not, but like in February I was um, in Nashville for my 40th birthday and <laughs> I could not sleep and my whole body was like buzzing and it's really hard to explain, but I was like going to float away. And I had the, um, divine guidance that I needed to get up and walk. And I had a friend of mine had gifted me this trip and she had picked the very first building ever made in Nashville. And it was now turned into a hotel oh, and wow. we were staying two blocks from the main like strip or whatever the music strip I forget what is it music called? row Bourbon Street no uh, oh walking in on Nashville walking on Memphis Memphis no like what is <laughs> this Beal oh yeah. Beal walking in Memphis why, is this why is it we both go to a song right. it's like where did I hear that before it wasn't a song I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to sing it it's Beal Beal Street okay he's, so, on, he's five feet off of Beal so we're like two blocks from that <laughs> yeah and I got up at six in the morning and I started walking that whole downtown area. And I was vibrating so much that I knew I was working, but I wasn't conscious of what I was doing. Well, um, like two weeks later, that tornado hit and it destroyed the private airport. 
And I was told that I had been transmuting the energy of that area and that they were using the private airport to come in and out in their private jets and they were trafficking and it was under the radar and they had that airport had to be destroyed. Wow. So never second guess. Like, I know this sounds crazy, but if you guys are doing the work, trust it. Mm -hmm. Um, when it, you have those feelings, yeah, it's easy to brush it aside mm-hmm. and think, oh, that's just weird. I just mm-hmm. made, I have a really creative imagination, right? Yeah. 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 Right. And in the same but way, the dreams I was going to ask you about mm-hmm. the astral traveling, if a lot of people don't mistake it for dreaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. A lot interesting. of people do. Oh my God, girl. Okay. Maybe, lot. maybe now, now you've got me all juiced up again. I'm like, ready to, you just got to do it. You just got to do gotta it. You just got to let it, just let it start. Blah. Right. You just got to do it. You <laughs> got to just get in my microphone and go blah. I think we do. Let's do it. Because it does. It's, it's, it's ebbs and flows. I mean, some stuff is very serious. Yeah. Some stuff is fascinating. It's not like um, you got to rent equipment. It's like all like it's right It's kind of here. right it's here. Like right down from your office. It's just pulling the trigger. So, and it's my fault. I'll be honest with you. Because so last week was insane. I moved into my new house. Yeah. And um, I co-planned this, um, this March. And for the record, the Facebook group started on a Saturday and we have, um, 7,500 people joining. We have a March. Can, can I just say huge. that that was less than 10 days ago yeah. as we speak. It's insane. And that is so encouraging mm-hmm. because I know the momentum has shifted and people are like, enough is enough for that to have exploded. I'm just, we're just holding space, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But, um, Oh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah. So, and then... Um, you just so, ask go travel again? <laughs> no, there's here. just so much. So, last week I moved. I pl- I co-planned this march. We mm-hmm. co-created this group. And then um, I pulled my kids out of school and officially enrolled them in homeschooling. And now I'm figuring out what does that look like and what is the curriculum? So, it was totally crazy. But... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Good for you. Ready, That's good. JT. That's awesome. Okay, okay. I'm I'm the like reinvigorated. Is yeah. your is your Just group open? Like, is it is it public yet? Can people just join not, the group? Getting you ready. Can, you can search it. Okay. And um, right now, you can't just join. Gotta be, well, yeah, you got to be approved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't let all the all the crazies in. Just select, <laughs> select crazies. And I got to thinking about that. Oh, and I was like, one of the questions I want to be approved is tell us your like your most favorite conspiracy theory and yes. three facts to support it. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Yes, that yeah. is a great idea. We'll do that. Yeah. We'll do that. Um, very special episode coming up next. So um, don't miss that one too, because we're going to get into a little bit more about your new group um, and talk about the march that's coming up on the twenty second of August. Yeah. That's awesome. Boom. Thanks for coming in. If anybody wants to connect. Do a Please session. do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Me. I you love this. I love it. Uh, PatJT.com. Um, if you're there, you know about it. If not, go there, I guess. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our podcast. Whoa!